L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is... To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This Day in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History Class, a show that reveals a little bit more about history, day by day. I'm Gabe Lusier, and today we're talking about a thankfully rare occurrence, the deadly collision between two fully loaded oil tankers. The day was July 19, 1979. During a tropical storm, two enormous supertankers collided off the coast of Tobago. The two vessels, known as the Atlantic Empress and the Aegean Captain, were each carrying hundreds of thousands of tons of crude oil. Their collision created a 25-square-mile oil slick in the Caribbean Sea, and claimed the lives of 27 crew members. It was the largest tanker spill on record at the time, and one of just a few instances in history when two oil tankers have struck one another. Each of the giant ships involved in the crash was more than 300 meters in length, three times longer than an American football field. The Atlantic Empress had set sail from Beaumont, Texas, and was en route to an oil terminal in Saudi Arabia. It was loaded with 276,000 tons of light crude oil. Meanwhile, the Aegean captain had set out from Curaçao and Bonaire, carrying about 200,000 tons of light and heavy crude oil. That ship was bound for a refinery in Singapore, and was therefore heading in the opposite direction of the Atlantic Empress. The trouble began in the early evening of July 19th 
when the two vessels were passing one another about 18 miles off the shore of Tobago. A tropical rainstorm severely reduced the visibility of the ships, and as a result, neither knew it was on a collision course with the other until it was far too late. At around 7 p.m., the second officer of the Aegean captain finally sighted the Atlantic Empress when the ships were just two meters apart. That officer, Pisco Pianos Christos, immediately started turning the ship left in the hope that the Atlantic Empress would do the same and a collision would be avoided. Unfortunately, the Empress didn't react in time, and the bow of the Aegean captain wound up striking a glancing blow into its side. The explosion was instantaneous, and both tankers burst into flames. The captains of both vessels ordered their crews to abandon ship right away. However, the evacuation of the Aegean captain went much more smoothly than that of the Atlantic Empress. Panic seized the crew of the latter ship, causing many of the men to leap into the burning waters. In the end, 26 crewmen of the Atlantic Empress died in the flames, while only one perished aboard the Aegean captain. One reason for that disparity in death toll is the severity of the fires on each ship. Fire had only broken out on the starboard bow of the Aegean captain, and was extinguished relatively quickly by the Trinidad and Tobago Coast Guard. It was then towed to Curacao, leaking crude oil all the way. Once it arrived, the remaining oil was transferred to other vessels, and the arduous task of repairing the ship began. Meanwhile, back aboard the Atlantic Empress, things were much more dire. The ship was burning all over, and had even started to sink. Two tugboats were dispatched to tow the burning ship further out to sea, while a salvage team worked to control the blaze. For the next 10 days, firefighters worked day and night with foam guns and hoses, trying desperately to keep the ship and its remaining cargo afloat. They had made good headway by the evening of July 29th, but just minutes after the team left the ship for the night, a large explosion rocked the Atlantic Empress. One of the oil tanks had exploded, tearing open the main deck and destroying most of the firefighting equipment on board. The fire spread worse than before, and by August 2nd, the metal plating of the ship's hull began to give way. The tow crew released the ship at that point and backed away as oil had begun to pool around the tanker. Soon, the Atlantic Empress began to sink in earnest. Witnesses reported seeing its bow, red hot from the flames, poking out of the water just before the ship sank out of sight, a full two weeks after the collision. Roughly 287,000 metric tons of oil, or about 90 million gallons, were spilled from the Atlantic Empress alone, making it the largest ship-based spill ever recorded. The oil slick continued to burn after the ship had sunk, its flames stretching 500 feet into the air, with the smoke reaching 6,000 feet. Much of the oil was consumed by the fire, but aircraft continued to fly over the area to spray dispersants. Although a massive amount of oil was released during the ordeal, the spill reportedly caused only minor environmental damage to nearby beaches. Winds were said to have pushed most of the oil out to sea, sparing the local islands from the brunt of what would have been significant pollution. It's worth noting, though, that no impact studies were conducted to measure the full effects of the spill. 
Media coverage of the supertanker collision was soon overtaken by an even larger spill, a blowout at the Ixtac oil well in the Gulf of Mexico, which would take nearly 10 months to contain. This quick succession of oil-based disasters highlighted the many inherent dangers in extracting, refining, and transporting the volatile resource. It also called attention to a troubling pattern that's all too frequently repeated, even today. Private businesses make a huge mess, whether through negligence, human error, or just bad luck. Then governments swoop in to clean things up, and any lasting problems are left for the public and nature to deal with. Say what you will about energy alternatives like wind and solar, but they are called clean for a reason. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you'd like to keep up with the show, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can always send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thanks to you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello! Acclaim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, already a know. podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.